0: This is Let's Talk Tribe, the official Let's Go Tribe podcast, episode 112. I'm your host, Matt Lyons, and on this week's episode, the Indians signed Carlos Gonzalez. What does that mean? Can he actually hit away from Coors Field? We'll find out and talk about that. Francisco Lindor looks like he might almost be ready for opening day. Um, The 2019 season for the Indians could end up defining a decade in a way. Ken Rosenthal thinks the Indians are basically done winning now and they're just being cheap. (laughs) And Cody Anderson... Very sad for all of us is is going to the minors. Our big sweaty son will not be in the majors. Uh joining me for all that and more is none other than Mr. Merritt Ralphing. Merritt, how you doing? Um I'm good, I guess. You know, I don't know, can't complain to you. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great, Merritt. All around, feeling great. <laughs> I sound great. It's a good day. That's basically how what it amounts to. It's I know, right? The Indians are signing people, they're out here signing Carlos Gonzalez. Or Carlos, yeah. I thought it was Gomez for a minute, but we got Carlos Gonzalez, Merritt. Minor league deal worth two million if he makes it to the majors. He can opt out in April. Um so what do you make of this? I mean he's he's slashed really well at home with the Rockies, three twenty three or three twenty three, three eighty one, five ninety two. But he's never been a great hitter away from Coors, so there's kind of some worry there. Um he's not great against lefties as a lefty, so he's maybe just a platoon bat when they play in Colorado. <laughs> I don't know what they're thinking here is. I guess they like got a minor on a minor deal, those are never really much of a much of a gamble, so So what do you think of the Indians signing Carlos Gonzalez as any kind of impact, really, for this year? Do you think they'd be better off signing Carlos Gomez? (laughs) I mean, maybe. I don't know if, unless this is 2008, I don't know how much help Carlos Gonzalez is going to be. In 2008, Carlos Gomez wasn't very good either.
1: Um, I don't know, whatever. Like you said, it's a platoon bat dude who's, like, he's both bad against lefties and bad away from Coors Field. So, that's three quarters of pitchers in... How many times are they going to play in Coors Field this year? Like four? No, none? I believe the answer is none. Maybe this is a
0: very targeted strike at Brian Shaw for when they play in Colorado.
1: Well, well that's the thing. I mean, just, I don't think Carlos Gonzalez is actually mashed against Brian Shaw. He just watched Brian Shaw give up leads to, to the team he loves. So, I don't know. Um, It's a pretty boring I, I was more excited about the handler mira signing to be quite honest with you like you said it's a minor league deal so i guess it's a name they have too many outfielders already who aren't very good so why not add another one is an interesting thought process
0: yeah and it also kind of goes along with the fact that matt joyce was informed that he's not going to make the opening day roster so maybe this is just his replacement as the veteran outfielder guy i guess i don't know for sure if he's going to make it at all or if there is like brian Haminger wrote today that there's a huge log jam in the outfield of the players that aren't, like, great starters in the majors, but they're in A, and so Columbus is going to have an issue with how many outfielders they have floating around there, and now Carlos Gonzalez, if he doesn't opt out, if he doesn't make it to the majors, there's another one to throw on the pile, so. Well,
1: Columbus is definitely going to win a championship now, because they have a bunch of former major league outfields, outfielders, so, no, that, that's great for them, but, I don't know, it's kind of a dumb signing, not dumb, I take that back, uh, these are the kinds of signings they need to keep on making, just kind of keep on shooting the dice and see what kind of comes up, you know, but. I don't know. I, I'd I'd prefer them to just roll out Jordan Liplow and Greg Allen and Leonis Martin and whoever else there every day than have to worry about the presence of Carlos Gonzalez.
0: Yeah, I feel like we're on the same boat in that part. It's just I don't want to see another veteran guy who can barely hit above average playing everywhere and all these guys who might break out. You never really know. And by the way, more Oscar Mercado news. Um he was apparently, Tito was really, really excited by him, Merritt, even more than last week. Good. Just how well he's hitting and how well he's worked on it. That's uh, next step to the Hall of Fame of Oscar Mercado.
1: Well, listen, baseball, is it's a, it's a, it's a world of, of small steps turning into great feats. <laughs> so maybe that's what Oscar Mercado is doing right now. He's just, just baby-stepping his way up to greatness, and then he'll, like you said, make the Hall of Fame by... Earning seventy-eight WAR in just one season. How will he do it? Shut up. That's how.
0: <laughs> Is that even? That's not even remotely possible, right? You I don't have know. To be...
1: I in 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 MLB the show, I earned thirty-one season. I think.
0: <laughs> Were you just trying to see how much you could get? in <laughs> yeah, one pretty thing, much. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was just
1: like, I was just really good too. I hit like one hundred and twenty-five home runs and hit like you know, five seventy <laughs> or something like that. I stole a hundred bases. Uh, and so I even that sec-
0: was like a third of it.
1: Right. Oh, well, and I and I played second base too, so I got the positional adjustment going for me as well, uh, defensively. So that was hard enough. It's just it's so hard to hit that many home runs.
0: Jesus, you have to. Hit- you should just see how high you can get your WAR in the show. I'm, make I'm trying, good. man. I'm doing everything I can to do it. Okay. <laughs> I've only hit 125 home runs. I'm trying my best here. I I think that, but
1: but really though, I do think that the 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 reason that that conversation that cropped up today. Um, Surrounding a deal between the Padres and the and the Indians involving starting uh, the Indians starting pitching, I do think that that the Gonzalez trade was maybe not an impetus of that, but you know we just we we, we saw once again the Indians really need some outfielders, and the the very least the uh, Padres do have a few you
0: know pretty good impact guys. Nothing that's quite legendary enough yet, but. You know, I mean, Hunter Renfro's a guy that always comes up. He's just like an opposite right. Lonnie Hall With hopefully he's healthy, but I mean, well, I mean, I, I take not for Corey Kluber, but I take that. I'm right, really, I'd be happy to have that.
1: Him and then um, whoever
0: their top two prospects are, or something like that for Corey Kluber or or top three prospects. Oh, I don't, I don't think I don't... you're getting Fernando Tatis, are you? Why not? I mean, come on. You, no matter. Wh- I mean, you know... ask, obviously, yeah.
1: Well, well, no matter who, which one you trade, you get literally a Cy Young caliber pitcher for two more years. I mean, that's gotta cost more than Hunter Renfro and a number three prospect. <laughs> like
0: that's true
1: that that the value of that it has to be a top prospect because a granted it was the deadline but brad hand and adam simber cost a top prospect it wasn't a great top (laughs) prospect but it was still you know a top 50 player and all this stuff so yes i i I don't see why it can't involve Fernando tatis now granted and i've been very open about this i'm terrible at valuing uh prospects uh I either undervalue them massively or just cripplingly overrate them. I've been going the first way uh, more on more often because I care less and less about prospects. Because,
0: <laughs> Well, I feel like maybe two or maybe okay, maybe three or four years ago, that would have been a, a no-brainer trade. Like Corey Kluber for Fernando Tatis and Hunter Renfro and probably right. even another top prospect. But Definitely another prospect. I don't know if uh, we're there anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, I maybe not Corey Kluber, but then... But definitely Trevor Bauer.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the
1: same amount of control. Um, and you could, I mean, you might be able to convince him to sign at least one more year of a deal, uh, without him getting shot in the nuts with a paintball gun. See, now that's an excellent (laughs) question, actually. If you signed him to a three-year deal now, right, thus buying out his first free agency year at a reduced rate, do you think his friend would consider that to be? a one-year deal or him sending a three-year deal because he still has to play for whatever team for two more years but if he buys out that other year also will he get shot in the nuts these are the questions
0: those are the important questions yeah yes i think the goal of what he's doing is to get the most every year and i, yes. I would assume that includes arbitration I, I, I would agree with you. yeah
1: i mean yeah because you know i mean i think he wants 30 plus million a year every single year God, I really hope that works out for him because that's such a cool idea. As <laughs> and,
0: and much as I do want to see Trevor Bauer shot in the nuts, I just want to see anybody shot in the nuts with a paintball gun, to be honest. Mm. But it would be cool to see it work out, I think, just to see. That's a really big changing thing, I think, to see somebody do that. And, right. I mean, it would really Somebody please. as good as Trevor Bauer might be because, good Lord, that changeup this year is going to be – he is going to be really good this year all day.
1: I think it would be funny also if he switched It'll agents every year. So it's just a different guy gets that 6% <laughs> or whatever, 10% or whatever. What fun. are the
0: chances he just drops his agent altogether at some point? I mean, it just represents himself I, I once agree. he gets the swing of it.
1: I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's it's it can't be that complicated. It's just, and you know, since, since he's the smartest man on earth, uh, I I don't know. Maybe it is complicated. What do I know? For all I know, agents are big. I, I watched uh, what's that show with The Rock on HBO. Um, is that Playmakers? Ballers? No, Ballers. Playmakers Ballers, was the other yeah. better show. Yeah, I watched Ballers. I know how it is to be an agent. It's easy. Easy as pie. It's just like that. You just be yeah. the rock. That's all. Yeah, just be the rock and tell guys, just do your best or whatever. I don't know. I don't really remember much of that show. It passed by like a, uh, like a soft breeze.
0: So, the thing yeah, I remember I, that about the most is that it was the ad before Game of Thrones. That's about all I know about Ballers. Interesting. I hate Game of Thrones and love Ballers because it's the best oh show on
1: HBO. I don't actually hate the Game of Thrones, but I just... <laughs> it's, it's a stance I've decided to take. I can't. Dude, the debut's coming out on HBO. I know. Game of Thrones, right? What? No, no, no. The no, <laughs> Ballers. Ballers. Dude, season four of Ballers. Will What's his name? He signed another one-year contract with the, uh, well, I don't even know what team he'd be on by now. The
0: <laughs> All these memorable po- names on the show. Who will guest <laughs> oh, so star this agent? season?
1: Yeah. Oh, there you go. He's, four, he's a former football player, current agent, sort of. Sort of an agent. I can't really oh, tell man. what he does, actually. Because he doesn't have his agent, like, license. So he's like a yeah. athlete, like, liaison to players. Great show. Uh, imagine um, Entourage, but, you know, football players.
0: <laughs> entourage, but sports.
1: Entourage <laughs> with CTE. <laughs> imagine that. That's what you get.
0: <laughs> so I want to go back to Ken Rosenthal for a second. All right. Because I know you, you talked about his... Um, the fact that he had that rumor again—is which...
1: it? Hey, is it wrong for me to say I'm not a big fan of his bow ties?
0: Yeah, no, I don't know. I'm not either. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I guess some of them he does for causes or whatever, but I know. You can I know. Do all this I don't. Yeah, exactly. can I you wear a, a
1: sharp pocket square or a dope coat. I think you should start wearing dope <laughs> coats like Greg uh, like Sager used to. Yeah.
0: Dope coats for charity. That's a yeah, good fundraiser. Ooh, I like that idea a lot. <laughs> but he, um, he brought up the rumor about, again about Corey Kluber. At what time is that, round? Right? Like 6 o'clock? Well, or Trevor Bauer. Or Trevor Bauer. That's a good point to bring up. Um, but before that, seven hours before that, he wrote this scathing article about the Indians, how their, their window to win is closing because they're not going for it. He just went on and on about all the uh, things the Indians could have done. My, my favorite comment in the article, just a tiny little thing. He said even with Carlos Gonzalez coming in, like he was supposed to be the savior of the outfield or something. But um, yeah, he just basically chastises the Indians front office the whole time in his article. He, he notes that the Indians are going to win the Central by a million gains by Picota and Fangrass, but who cares about that? Because they just need to spend money to spend money, I guess. Um, I think what he's mainly referencing is a Paul Dolan interview that he did with um, MLB.com. I think he did it with Mandy Bell yeah. when he was talking about the fact that he said he lost money that the Indians have lost money every, every year he's owned it, which I don't know how, how much I quite believe that, but I, it's either to the point where you either believe Paul Dolan or you're, you have to call him a straight up liar <laughs> because if he's not telling the truth, he's just lying to us straight in the face. I don't know which one it is, but, but I just thought it was maybe a little bit suspicious that Ken Rosenthal wrote all this stuff negative about the Indians. And then, Oh, we got a rumor again about him trading their pitcher who that makes him seem even more cheap if they trade one of these guys. Hmm. I don't know. All the Corey Kluber and Trevor Bauer rumors this offseason have smelled weird to me. Um, And then now this one happens again right after he wrote an article. I guess it could be a coincidence, but it just seems weird that he's the one to bring it up right after he wrote this long thing about how bad the Indians are now. And they're not going to win after 2020 and all this stuff.
1: I like the idea of of him writing an article and the Padres reading it and going, oh, shit, that's right. We need pitchers. Give them a call. They seem to be blowing it. I mean, maybe they want to not blow it. That's a great idea. That's uh <laughs> listen. Also, one of my favorite ticks of national writers who don't really pay attention a lot to any one team too closely is obviously it's overvaluing names rather than actually looking at their production over the last. I don't even know it at this point. Six years. Well, what did I say before we started recording? He hasn't been good in four years. Oh like, yeah, quite in a In all lot. honesty, yeah the last time he was an above average offensive player was 2016 granted 2018 he had a 99 um ops plus but even since 2014 and this is prime of his career 28 to 32 right uh 273 331 41 uh it's last line so it's not like carlos gonzalez has been setting the world on fire but just the the now that, even though they got big name in carlos gonzalez who isn't even that big of a name i mean he's Pretty good. He he won a batting title. What in twenty ten? Uh, like- oh, he was really good
0: at one point. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Well, at, well, at one point.
1: <laughs> at one point. Again, a de- nearly a decade ago. Like, it's 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 just a, it's a funny little tick by uh, by uh, national writers. like, now even now that they got they signed, I don't know who's they got, Hanley Ramirez and Carlos Gonzalez, and they're like, these are minor <laughs> league deals for shitty players who were kind of washed up, like. <laughs> Let's talk about the, the the talent that's on the team. Like, I'm going to start writing articles. Like, Even now, they got Jordan Liplow. How can you not pencil the man as World Series champions? So, I don't know. And also, as to Paul Dolan saying he lost money, I just want to say, who gives a shit if he lost? money? I, right. Like, <laughs> like, Good man. Whatever. Go cry to your golden bed.
0: <laughs> well, uh-huh. I do kind of get it that if you that you're expecting your team to. You're trying to keep the money within whatever right. it makes is what I don't you know. spend.
1: I, I, you know, I mean, I understand it's a business and all this stuff. And I don't know, it is. It does suck a little bit. That they gained this not altogether fair reputation of being overly cheap. And then it's kind of created a recursive loop of that the fans don't show up. Obviously, also Northern Ohio isn't the most economically vibrant area in the country. And then the fans don't show up. And then the ones don't spend any money and then the fans so it's kind of created a recursive loop where it just kind of keeps on happening that way but uh, and plus I don't know I don't know what traffic is like in downtown Cleveland to be quite honest with you I've been there twice so as far as uh, actually
0: getting the progressive field
1: yeah exactly like, I, I don't know if it's uh, I mean I, I know that the majority of their fan base doesn't actually live in the city you know like they live out in it's a drive-in oh, yeah. and, and you have to get you have yeah. to drive like just for a weekday game you to drive in and all this stuff so
0: well, I'm the worst yeah. one to ask about parking for games, because we went to a Browns game, and I think we parked, like, several miles away. <laughs> I was one of the first one I could find, like, ah, oh, this isn't too bad. Yeah. So we just walked with two kids in the cold, and freezing and- to see Baker Mayfield. Which, by the way, like, the Browns are a big reason why the Indians... Oh, without a doubt. If they don't win, like, this year, all of their attention is gone.
1: Oh, there go. well, it's already gone. I mean, they've already lost that game, because Baker Mayfield is the man, and... Where, and then now we're talking about the Browns on an Indians podcast. I mean, f- three years ago we were talking about LeBron James for this exact same reason, and that is that is the reason. I mean, you only have so much money to spend, and it does kind of stink. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, Ken Rosenthal, Ken Ro, uh, Ken Rosenthal's entire kind of conceit of this article is, in my eyes, just a little bit silly. Yeah, it, it sucks that they don't they haven't spend the money, but like, I think the things we should really be pointing at are things like three top flight outfield prospects didn't quite pan out like that's the real problem is they just don't have a lot of depth that the pitching staff all worked out together great but if they could have gotten one more bat that was still cost controlled like if Bradley Zimmer had turned into Grady Sizemore 2.0 or something like that or anything like that then we're talking we're talking a different tune here Like you look at all the other teams who have won World Series the last few years it's not because they spent a ton of money really uh like the Red Sox last year they drafted well, stunningly well <laughs> well they did well but it was but it was like
0: icing on top of a bunch of right good drafts, i mean yeah. i mean the
1: thing is that their best three or four players were all draftees or they traded for them right like they spent the, they spent them it was it was chris sale and it was like yeah they spent all this money on david price david price wasn't all that good for them until you know i mean obviously he had won a couple of huge games in the playoffs but he was he hasn't been great for them the last couple of years um JD martinez was understandably godly but He's still a DH. His impact, his impact is greater in the playoffs. I admit that that's true. But again, their best players were all guys, young guys that are drafted that are shockingly underpaid and things like that. So the Indians they did they developed pitchers very well. They just haven't done the same thing with um certain other players who, or it just didn't work out for them, or or what have you. So I I don't know. I, I think right. saying that they're blowing their window because they didn't spend the money is a little disingenuous. Simply because that's not how. That's not how any championship has been won since, what, 2009, maybe? When the when the, the Yankees, Yankees spent, yeah. spent half a billion dollars in the offseason and then ended up yeah winning a World Series. Because then after that, it was,
0: who won in 2010?
1: I need to know all these off the top of my head. Damn it, this is going to bug the shit out of me now.
0: I, it I mean, it season. was the it was the Red Sox were after that, I think, because they beat the okay. Rays at one point. That's true. Or they beat the Rockies. Okay, Phillies so- beat the Rays.
1: Now you're going the wrong way. Was that way. 2010? Oh, uh, is that 20, 2008? 2008 was uh, Phillies over the Rays. 2009 was the Yankees. 2010 was... Jesus Christ, it was a 2010. And this Aren't is the Cardinals somewhere more crazy. recent?
0: I always forget the Cardinals were so soon that they won. I know. With that Albert that last might year.
1: have been... That might have been... Uh, 20... Oh, there we go. Thanks. Thanks, baseball reference. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. That was the Giants. Again, a Giants... Oh, yeah. Lots yeah. of cost-controlled young guys. Um, Cardinals, again, development... Uh, Giants again. Red Sox spent a lot of money that year. They sure did. Uh, Giants again. Um, And then Royals, Cubs, Astros, Red Sox. Yes, lots of these teams, these teams had all spent a lot of money, but I mean, the core of the Cubs, the core of the Astros, hell, the core of the Royals and Giants, all those, all those teams were, you can say, were underpaying their best players because they were, you know, playing far and above, you know, they were just good young players and that's just the way it goes so yeah I wonder yeah. what Buster Posey was making that year probably not a lot
0: and I don't think any of those teams were in quite the situation the Indians are that they have a division that's like the worst in baseball I think effectively while found out they were second this last year they were the second worst division ever and it's yeah. going to be pretty bad for a couple more years so just keep being a, a pretty good team that can keep winning the division for several years and just enter that lottery of the playoffs and See what happens, I guess.
1: I mean, do, do you... Th- I mean, I think we both know that there's no set construct of how to win a championship. You know, you look at a team like... Well, the Red Sox just had a whole ton of talent. And, uh, you know, they they had, they had didn't have very good bullpen arms. Their one good guy that they, they went out and got in Kimbrel was trash. And the guy who locked down the championship eventually, ultimately, was Chris Sale. Um, the Astros are just perfect. Uh, I don't know, I mean, th- there's no, you know, uh, people always say that there's, there's, like, after a team wins a championship, you know, they say, use this bl- blueprint to win a championship. They did it with the Royals. And then, I remember that entire offseason, they were talking about, oh, you know, hit her contact and, you know, and uh, just spray the ball around and uh, have a good bullpen. And, and you're like, no, no, this, 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 this is <laughs> that just happened to me. work for the Royals. Yeah, yeah this, this was an insane thing that just happened to occur. But... I don't know. I mean, I, I just, again, just going back to my point, I just think it's it's more the Indians' failures to develop certain players enough. Um, which doesn't mean that they aren't going to develop. I mean, the fact of the matter is a lot of these young guys they have are still really young, and they could still, I don't know, turn something on here. I don't know. I I, yeah. I don't think the window is slammed shut by any stretch of the imagination. It's
0: No, I don't think it's, clo- it's closing they, quite yet. It's just shifting sort of.
1: They're a worse team, I think, than they were last year. But we and we talked about it again, and we'll talk about it again. You know, we will continue to talk about it until the season begins, and even really into May and June. Like guys like Bowers, or again Liplow, or even you know guys who we've been seeing the name a lot of, but maybe they'll turn a the corner. someone like Greg Allen or Lane of guys who have shown flashes of maybe turn you know turning it on or turning it around or getting good finally. Um, yeah, I mean, again, it's that article I wrote a couple weeks ago. This is this is kind of the fun thing about this team is there's still a lot of potential of this team because, because of youth. And as as much as we've yeah. seen Bradley Zimmer and talked about him, he's still what 25. Like, there's no set timeline. Not everyone is Francisco Lindor. You know, Corey Cooper wasn't any. What was wasn't any good until 20, 28. How old was he? I don't know. Something like that.
0: So. Yeah, he was he was a late bloomer too. So the unions have I, a lot of those, I think. I, I, Mike yeah, Clever is relatively late bloomer too. He's like 27, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, they're all. I mean, you you could even. I mean, Trevor Bauer was kind of a late bloomer.
0: So I have another thing. Um, so this was something I was going to put in an article. I didn't know if it quite fit, but I, I figured I'd bring it to you, Merritt, and see if it sounds too crazy or too hyperbole to to think about. Me um. Hyperb-
1: hyperbolic? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs>
0: that is the 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 worst thing i've ever heard not to be hyperbolic
1: i am insulted
0: Um, so the 2019 indians i mean we're coming up at the end of a decade which in in most terms mean nothing but we're humans and we like these smooth little patterns of years that end in zeros and decades and Mm -hmm. when when we look back at the indians of the 2010s is it safe to say that whatever happens in 2019 defines that whole decade because if they win the world series like 2016 is a fun little road bump that built character and 2017 was oh shucks it didn't happen in 2018 was was just like the final defeat before act three of winning the world series and if they lose it i mean the decade just looks like a failure it looks like you choked in several playoff runs early on you weren't very good except for 2013 um so i think if i guess you could say it for any world series win like it changes the past several years but it feels like specifically for the Indians in 2019, this is going to define how we look back on this whole set of seasons. Um, just, just an entire decade of what the Indians have built. Because everything they've built feels like it's it's to this point. Maybe it was like more 2017, 2018 was where it was aimed at. But a lot of what the Indians were building through the early 2010s and into now is it, it either comes to fruition now or it doesn't. And we wait until hopefully the 2020s or beyond. But, but by then, we're not looking at the 2010s. So this decade will look a lot different. So. Am I too crazy or exaggerating to say that, that 2019 means a whole lot for the Indians?
1: First of all, the decade ends in 2020. No, no. Uh, yes.
0: No, 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 no.
1: There, there was no year zero. There was never a year zero. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> oh, wow.
0: I never thought of it like that. My whole world has just changed. Wait, uh, when did we do the, I swear I remember 2009, like the end of that was always the, oh, the decade's over. Yeah,
1: well, people were stupid, and they were wrong. The decade ended <laughs> – <laughs> the 90s ended in the year 2000. Um, I mean, I think we can both agree the peak of this, uh, the – the Indians' peak was probably 2017. Yeah, you know, they had a 22-game win streak. They were really, really good. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say, yes, it's all a big old waste of time because – that's sad, right? I've been writing about this team for quite some time now.
0: <laughs> it was all just a waste, Merrick. Like, oh,
1: well, shovel that down the hole. All right, great. <laughs> um, I don't know. What do you think of? What do you think of the A's of the two thousands?
0: I don't even think of them <laughs> yeah, without Moneyball. I mean, with Moneyball, it's it's they're interesting, but without right, that. Exactly. I mean, well, I, I don't consider I, them anything, I'm, just, really. I'm trying
1: to think of other teams that were so close but never got over the hump, you know, or like the Astros of the of the 2000s, right? Yeah. That's kind of what we're looking at here. I mean, it's just it's it's a team you don't really think about. Um I'm not going to I don't I don't call what the Astros went through a, a particularly a failure uh when they had the, you know, they had their killer bees and then they had uh Pettit and Clemens and uh and Oswalt uh, for a minute there and they were really 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 good but they just never could quite get over the hump because no, you know he's only one championship every year
0: well i mean i feel like you' are about a big example here which is the 90s indians that's <laughs> that's another yeah, very that's similar great. one isn't it
1: yeah, yeah. but, but I, I guess the the different the real difference there is that team was unspeakably dominant I mean, we, ha- we we are looking at a team who at one point was rolling out like five Hall of Fame caliber players in their lineup at any given time. The Indians That's have now point, yeah. have never quite been there. Yes, the pitching staff is very good. Um, I don't think it's the best pitching staff I've watched in the last 10 years. That would probably be the 2009 or 10, probably the 2010 Phillies, a team that never lost a series all year, which is an insane feat to this day. It blows my mind that they were able to pull that off but I don't know. I mean, again, they've been a very, very, very good team in a terrible division. It's just, it's disappointing. I don't think it's a disappointment because again, like it's just, they are always kind of playing behind the eight ball and they're, um, they're, they're maybe not unwillingness, but they're not really going full bore rebuild quite like the Astros. The Astros got lucky a little bit there by getting a new team and, or rather new ownership and all that stuff too. So, um, I don't know, just, I feel like I'm kind of talking around right? I don't, I don't <laughs> think I'd call it a, weight, a, a, a big disappointment though, or, you know, the, the disappointment of, the, of this injury. No, because they've never really been the best team in baseball um, at any given time. I, I guess you could say 2017, they kind of were, because didn't. they did have the best record in baseball, didn't they?
0: They, I did? they did. I don't they think. Did, wasn't did, it the did, like, Yankees right? or Red Sox that year? Wasn't it the Red yeah,
1: Sox? Are, yeah, the Red Sox did this right, and they off the Red Sox. And yeah, okay. Um. Oh no, that's, that's year they got swept by the.
0: Okay. Yeah, what are you talking about? They did not off anybody in twenty seventeen. Uh, that's right, twenty seventeen. was a Big <laughs> disappointment.
1: Um. Yeah. Ooh, sorry. Uh, I was just thinking back to those Halcyon days of 2016 when they did off the Red Sox.
0: Good time. <laughs> that's another thing. Like 2016, winning the World Series then would have been so fun and magical, but now it feels like it's just supposed to happen. And if right. it doesn't, it's kind of right. I
1: mean, and, and I think that, that that's kind of the point, too. It's, it's just there's this there was such an expectation the last two years, and I think we're kind of past that now because again, they just haven't been the best team the last two years, despite what the and I, 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 I kind of, you know, people said that a lot about them in 2017. Like, yeah, oh, just if they had, you know, you take away this 22 game win streak, and they're not that good at all, which is a stupid thing to say, because if you take <laughs> away, you know, you take away all the Astros wins in 2017, they suck. They have a zero winning percentage. So I don't know. I, I, I see what you're saying, and that it's kind of like a. If they don't do it this year, then that's it for a long time. But I don't think that'll be that, it'll, that that'll be it for a long time because they're they're still a well run team with a lot of I don't know, their farm system is considered to have top ten talent. So that's something still, and they keep on and they've always been able to pull something out of their ass pitching wise in the in the past. So
0: yeah, and I feel like uh, they're a lot of their talent is at the bottom level. So even if they do yeah. have to, even if something does happen the next couple of years, it'll be a very short rebuild if there does have to be one. Right, um,
1: and before uh, and, all the players
0: start coming back again,
1: and part of that too is, I mean, if they see the writing on the wall, they can. I mean, the amount of talent they have at the major league level could bring back literally an entire farm system, like right, yeah. If they're just like, oh, blow it up!" All right, flip Bauer, flip Kluber, flip hell, flip Clevenger if you want to, um, <laughs> and then and then just roll out you know uh, Carrasco and a bunch of scrubs for a couple of years, and then <laughs> and then you have like the ten, top ten prospect. The, the 10 best prospects in baseball because of who you traded away. So,
0: Did you just call Shane Bieber a bunch of scrubs? Oh, shit. I forgot about him. Merit oh, Ruffin? and of
1: course, Cody Anderson. <laughs> I apologize, <laughs> everyone. I we can jump to that. him right
0: now. The disrespect for Cody Anderson.
1: I'll, I'd never All that fan that mail that you sent him—he's
0: gonna just burn it now.
1: Uh, that's true, he probably. Will.
0: <laughs> so yeah, Cody Anderson—he's gonna start in the minors. It's—I uh, mean, it's not unexpected unless they really want to use him in the bullpen. But I'm, yeah, he was was it was him <laughs> that he were talking about that he wanted to keep him <laughs> in the uh, keep him on a starting rotation. So I guess maybe he's like the sixth starter now or something. But
1: uh, that makes sense. I mean, he just—he does, doesn't have the repertoire to be a, a you know bullpen guy. Just like, um, just like Bieber doesn't. You know, they—they they don't have neither of them really have an elite pitch. They just have largeness to them and apparently that's just something that is good at being a, a you know a starter as opposed to being a reliever but I'm a little sad about yeah. it I, I watched uh, <laughs> all, all the starts I could of him in the spring training he looked terrible uh I don't know whatever he's coming back from arm surgery that was he missed a lot of time for from, so what yeah, are you gonna I mean, do it strange, sucks but um but yeah. you know what each disappointment is another opportunity someone probably said once
0: so <laughs> I'm sure that was a thing at one point. Did you also see that um I didn't include this, but that Danny Salazar is apparently throwing now? I mean, I'm sure we've heard he's throwing in so many stages, but it's to the point where like maybe he could almost sort of almost kind of do something soon. I wonder if their their investment that still looks kind of bad is gonna eventually pay off for him what well, they pay him like four and a half million dollars. Like if they get him in the second half rested and actually able to pitch in the bullpen. Mm -hmm. that's pretty good i think
1: no that's definitely good i mean that's that's literally the quiet hope i've had the last like like two years no year now and then another one because they needed more bullpen help but him coming back and just like with his stapled together arm and just being just a god for you know for 80 innings or something like that and just you know being being the keystone to a championship or or what have you
0: and that sweet ass beard that little point on it
1: God, he looks like a devil.
0: It's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is that? Soul Patch. There we go. That's a Soul Patch technically, right?
1: That's not a, that's not a Soul Patch. No, a Soul Patch is
0: like what? Um, Carrasco? No. More of a he has Scott Brocious. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, no, I would call Salazar's like a tailored Soul Patch. No. Because right? I mean, he doesn't if if have the beard going. Oh, he does have the beard. What am I thinking of?
1: If either of them has, has a Soul he Patch, does. it is Carrasco, I'd say. so.
0: But he yeah. also has the mustache. So he ruins it. Yeah.
1: Well, you can have a mustache and a soul patch. You just look like a, a, a weird beatnik. That's all. <laughs> not Scott Brocious. Who am I thinking of? Who was that guy on the Angels when they won the World Series? 2002 Angels. See, that's a team you never think of, too, by the way. <laughs> the oh, I absolutely about never do. <laughs> <laughs> I could
0: not name a single player on that team. Jared Weaver, was he on that team?
1: Nope. Uh, you nope. know who their number one guy by wins above replacement was? That's right.
0: Darren <laughs> Erstag. Troy... <laughs> God, was Troy Gloss still around there? Um,
1: Troy Gloss was on this team.
0: There we he go. Was, I know one. Um, what's fine. the other fish they had? Not Mike Trout.
1: Oh, why well, Tim Salmon, of course. Yeah. There you go.
0: <laughs> the Harbinger,
1: yeah. The, the, the John the Baptist to, to uh, Mike Trout's Jesus. The man who br- brought the. See, the, the only tail. names I'm
0: naming are the ones that were on the Angels roster in Ken Griffey Jr. Slugfest that I'm trying to yeah, remember. Of
1: course. No, I understand, yeah. <laughs> it's
0: the only way I remember those late 2000s teams, or early 2000 teams that either aren't the Mariners Garrett, or aren't the Indians.
1: Garrett Richards, for a while, they're the best Angel in history, and then some other guy came along and surpassed him in every single way in <laughs> two years? Yes, two and a half years, he surpassed uh, Garrett Anderson's career uh, wins above replacement totals.
0: I oh, mean, I cannot good. think of another single Angel on that team.
1: Uh, I mean, Eckstein, obviously.
0: Yeah, I couldn't think of that either.
1: Scott Spezio. Sure, man. Troy Percival. Brad <laughs> Fulmer.
0: Vlad Guerrero. Was he there? Or was he no. after that? No,
1: that was the year. They signed him the year afterward, actually.
0: Oh, okay. Wait, so why is... Uh, why, he didn't go into the Hall of Fame as an angel. What are you doing, Vlad?
1: No, he went as a... as a uh, What do you call Expo?
0: I thought. No, I thought there was a big thing because he didn't. Hold on. Hall of Fame... I'm definitely not typing really loud. I can edit that out. It's good.
1: Figgins, oh, Chuck Finley. No, he we went, oh, no, no, we went in as an Oriole. Oh, no that's Cal Ripken. No, he
0: went in as an, an, an or- Angel. Never
1: played one as an Oreo
0: <laughs> It's like not my fault. Years. The second result on Google is Cal Ripken Jr. He went, but
1: he went in but as, went as, a, went as went, an
0: Angel. That's just as he, bad. He went in as a Ranger. Yeah. Vlad <laughs> Guerrero, the Angel or the Ranger? Yeah. yeah man, he was there for five seasons, and he went in as an Angel. What the hell? Did they win another World Series in that span? They no, didn't, they?
1: no. He was really good. And he got paid a lot of money. He won an MVP with them.
0: <laughs> I guess.
1: Um, so that's lie. something, I guess.
0: Yeah. Anyway, his son's going to be really good one day. You know, when his service time isn't manipulated anymore. Or he doesn't have any more injuries. that We'll see. Get him out he's of
1: there. He's hurt, man. He's got to learn how to do whatever he's supposed to do.
0: <laughs> so another injury, I guess, is Francisco Lindor. He might be ready for opening day. Um, yeah, but he's also open the season <laughs> in Wash. Minnesota, where it's going to be negative a million degrees. Then they yeah, come just, home and face the Tigers and White Sox. Um, so maybe not, we don't see them until the Royals. They should
1: just send the um, send the entire AAA squad to play the, <laughs> to play the Twins.
0: <laughs> don't bother. Just let everybody else keep doing spring training for a couple yeah, more weeks. And...
1: Damn, it's cold. Of all the things <laughs> to have to do, going from Arizona to Minnesota in in March just blows. Good lord.
0: You know, I really wonder. Like, what if they just forfeited that first series?
1: No, would that help them
0: at all? Like, what? No. (laughs)
1: Well, no. I mean, you avoid. If you want to be straight up and want to be honest, no, that would not help them. But I like the idea. It's creative. They're not
0: going to lose the division. I don't think by three games, or I guess six, because it's the Twins, the only one they have to worry about. So you kind of double it. But I mean, they avoid the potential of injury in stupid cold games. They. I want to forfeit all three of them i don't want them to because i want to watch the baseball but i gotta think that's through their head i know francisco Lindor hates the cold weather because because you know Merit, when i interviewed him uh he told me he did as mm-hmm. we are best friends so he loves cold weather no he hates it
1: oh well then well, i don't know what what he did <laughs> what, what's he doing trying to get drafted by cleveland what an idiot
0: <laughs> so yeah i don't know if i guess he could be ready for opening day but i don't know why you'd bother i mean if if you're not going to send the whole AAA squad, at least send a AAA Ryan Flaherty out there to play for him. Why not?
1: Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. just I mean, yeah. Yeah, again, extended spring training or whatever. Well, why get him cold? Well, just say, hey, man, we'll let you do this. We'll let you not play until May every year. Just sign this contract right here. Blank one. Don't worry about <laughs> it, bud.
0: So let's finish on something um, that just happened today, actually. I don't know if you saw Carlos Santana, our beloved switch hitting first baseman. Um, he's not a fan of Fortnite or at least players playing Fortnite during a game who is it? last year who with is, the phillies huh? <laughs> yes um at the end of the season when the phillies were on like a nine game losing streak he went into the clubhouse i don't it, i don't think it said if they were playing it at the time or not but he smashed a tv that the players used to play Fortnite on with a bat um and then for what it's worth they won the next two games so um holy cow carlos he's not a fan of Fortnite. <laughs> i think this goes along with all this talk that the Indians need somebody like Mike Napoli or whatever to be the leader. They don't need that. They have Santana, they have Kitness, they have Lindor. Um, I mean, if anybody's going to keep him focused, clearly it's going to be Carlos Santana. So, um, do you think he's going to do this, this when they play, play Mario Kart or Papa Shot? Or...
1: <laughs> that reminds me of a story I heard about. That's who it was. Uh, Russell Brannion when he was on the Indians. Remember that? Because I barely do. Uh, but I guess after a loss. What well, one time he came in and uh, started playing music on his boombox, and Jim told me he hit it with a bat and just said, "We don't do that here." <laughs> it being <laughs> enjoy yourself after a loss, apparently. I, always, I always thought it was a pretty good story.
0: Yeah,
1: and, I don't yeah, that. hey, good for Santana. I've, I've never played Fortnite. I not a big battle royale guy in general, I guess.
0: But I, yeah, but, I guess Apex I, Legend was fun for a little bit. Still don't know what that is. You don't no, that's I, have no now.
1: I have no idea what that is. It popped up in my in the periphery of my of my knowledge it's just is this like anthem? I don't even know, so I just no didn't anthem
0: is it. just a rip off of destiny okay, know, we're so in video I just game kinda
1: kind of kept on playing Red Dead Redemption too, oh my God, man, <laughs> there's a
0: whole world out there for you to explore, yeah, not it's not in called... the wild West,
1: yeah. <laughs> I got it. it's called the grizzlies and San denis and all this stuff and also it's the east it's not the wild west whatever the- i had to do a second replay of playing as a bad guy come on it's, it's just this is important stuff well yeah good for weren't Carlos you doing Apoor.
0: that a couple weeks ago when we talked about red dead what do you play In a game for one red day
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't play it through the second time for several weeks
1: well, what do you do for several weeks? Nothing? Because this is what I do for several weeks. Also, I'm <laughs> a I can't busy talk. man. I like...
0: <laughs> all I do now is play Rocket League and listen to podcasts. Because I can't like sit and listen to something like that and still focus on it or anything else. So I sit and like absentmindedly play Rocket League while I listen to things. So that's like I all did. I seem to play anymore.
1: Yeah, I do that with FIFA single player. I'm going to get Sunderland out of the championship and into <laughs> the Premier League again. I was watching that, that documentary on... Uh on Netflix about Sunderland football and now I'm a big fan.
0: I'm a big son. Me too. I tried to learn cricket the other day just to see yeah. what it was like and I couldn't I figure you, it out. I used to do drugs <laughs> and try and cool read thing. the scores of cricket games. It always confused me. <laughs> on that note, Merritt, we're uh, gonna call it an episode. We'll talk to you next week. It'll well, next week the last one right before opening day. There hey, will then, technically be a we're game, done. I believe <laughs> doesn't the the A's and Mariners don't they start this week?
1: Yeah, I think there's a. Uh, there's so there be a will be a game
0: before our next episode, but nobody's going to watch it. because it'll be like four in the morning. So
1: I was watching them play the. Uh, I was pl- watching them. Pl- the, they were pl- playing the G- the Yomiuri Giants. I think that was a, that was a fun game to watch. I was watching it on my phone. The Mariners were. Playing yeah, and King
0: that. Felix got rocked again, and that's fun. Yeah, and they were
1: going okay. crazy over Ichiro when he flew out to shallow center. <laughs> it was pretty good. He does suck. All. <laughs> all right, man.
0: All right, Talk man. to you next week. You. Bye.